You are listening to App Slappy Podcast with Scott and Eric. Attention. Scott and Eric. No. Here. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to App Slappy. This is App Slappy episode 65 for October 26th, 2010. I'm Scott Johnson. And I'm Eric. Oh, go ahead. You can do it for real. And I'm Eric. <laughs> you like my Mickey? Very nice. yeah, you're, yeah, I liked your Mickey Mouse impression of me of uh, last episode. I was going to ask you about that. I thought it was uh... <laughs> very, very nice. <laughs> A very accurate portrayal of the real Eric. Doesn't sound like it. I know. It just—I don't know. It wasn't a bad episode. Just you're just like I was—I was ripping along, doing my thing. Along. I'm not uh, one for solo casting it, but occasionally I, I have to, and and that was uh, that was interesting. It was fun. We had so many calls and apps piling up that if I didn't do something, it was going to squirt. Kind of like your appendix, yeah. or not your appendix, your uh, your gallbladder. My gallbladder, yes. So I'm putting up on Twitter right now a picture Eric took of his uh, scar. No, you're not. Okay, I'm not. I'm not actually doing that. I really kind of am tempted, though. I'm not going to lie. You're, I'm sure you are. This thing is epic, man. Seriously, it looks uh, like it looks like they... Uh, I'm trying to think what to compare this to. It looks like they literally just like, you know... Just, just Sliced tore, me open. Yeah, cut you... Like you hadn't... Uh, I almost said vasectomy. That's not the word I meant. It's like they gave you a... Uh, uh, what's it when the women have the, the emergency... what uh, C-section. That's what it looks C- like. Yeah, C-section, but a little, lot higher. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just frighteningly, like, battle-scarred Eric photo here. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, is I was just supposed to go into a very simple procedure, laparoscopy. Yeah. That wasn't the case. There, my gallbladder was inflamed, and then they had to just open me up and take it out. My favorite part of the two regular band aids. <laughs> oh, you like that? Yeah. Because <laughs> those are, in, there's like incisions on the side for the laparoscopy. So not only did I get the laparoscopy, you know, stitches and incisions, I got the whole major surgery one too. Yeah. Well, I'm going to hold on, click save image. Okay. So if Eric and I ever have a falling out, I got some pretty good ammo right here. <laughs> it's not. It's like, oh, that's going to really hurt me. Yeah, that's true. Well, it sucked is when I woke up and I'm like, what the crap is going on? Yeah, you, that's what I was going to ask real quick. Um, not to bore people too much with, with uh, procedures and stuff. And you are, you're, you're, you're out of the woods, which, which is great. You still can't lift five pounds. Yes. Um, and so me feeling bad about the allergies I'm having at the very moment seem really small and dumb compared to what you had to go through. But when you when you woke out of this stupor of uh, operation time, had you any idea that they had sort of changed gears and said, oh, we got to go in with a giant knife and do our thing? Well, and I woke up, I just felt this huge kind of like pain over my my section of my, you know, where my uh, right below my gallbladder. And I was like, what's going on? And then uh, um, the doctor, the surgeon was there saying, oh, we had to take out, you know, your gallbladder because it was inflamed. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. So, but then the, the, then the problem was. Uh-oh. And I don't know what was going on. Then they had to go in again. Second surgery opened me up again yeah. and clean up all the stuff around my liver uh so i had two surgeries so and your liver was all janky what was your liver doing? well there is there well the thing is that the gallbladder is right below the liver 
and there was some. Uh, they're na- some, they're like neighbors, right? Yeah, complete neighbors. But what sucked <laughs> the whole thing is I was passing a gallstone right after my surgery. Oh, that's right. See that? So they taken the thing out, thinking that would solve any but, issues. But one was passing through the the, the duct. So <laughs> you know what that's like. Me, they couldn't give me any like painkillers because my like the good stuff because yeah. my blood pressure was too low. Right, so right, right. it was the worst twenty four hours of my life. Let me tell you just what it of- reminds me of though, dude. What it reminds me of what you just said is in in high school in uh, advanced physiology we had to dissect cats, and my cat ha- was in the middle of taking a poo when it died. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it had this big lump in its colon, and I I remember I made this blonde girl in my class barf. Because oh I, my god! Because I artificially made the dead cat poop. Anyway, <laughs> his high his high school. What are you gonna do? Anyway, uh, brilliant. All right. Anyway, I'm. You're back. I'm, you're back. That's all that matters. You're back. You're feeling good. You're 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 healthy. Well, I'm not quite 100, percent but I'm getting there. So it's a slow process. Does coughing and sneezing just make you want to just fall over oh, dead? Gosh, it hurts so bad. Yeah. Well, when I put this picture up, people will understand. They'll see what's going on. <laughs> all right i won't I, I, I won't do that you're so you can show it to the chat people in the chat room if you want so you were oh really yeah how do i do that though it's on my phone well anyway i'll do that in a minute uh yeah speaking of chat room hello chat room we're going to talk about a couple of things that uh happened while you were away um apple had an announcement and i thought we should just at least mention two things one the iphone white iphone showed up on the store today Yes, I saw that on all over Twitter. Yeah, big deal, I guess. I could have waited a month. Has it been roughly a month? Yeah, but it'd be interesting. I wonder how fast they're going. Uh, I have to think they're going to sell less overall, right? Because a lot of people did what I did. They finally caved and just got the regular phone. Unless I'm completely wrong about that. That seems like the the likely scenario for a lot of iPhone 4 users. Either that or they were just going to get whatever one was available. They may have gotten a white one at the time that they bought it because the choice would have been there and it would have been, oh, yeah, I guess I could go for a white one. But with that gone, it seems like they're going to sell way less of the of the white ones overall. Or I, I don't know. I guess they'll they'll sell whatever they're going to sell of those between now and the next time they refresh the the line. But still, it seems like a lost opportunity. Maybe, but it's also the holidays. Oh, yeah, the holidays. That's when we buy stuff and spend money. Yes, so. <clears throat> Man, there's something it's coming here. around. If I sneeze today, I apologize in advance. Are you getting fall, like fall, fall allergies? Fall allergies, yeah. I get them uh, every other year. I alternate um, with my wife. Last year, she was she had it so bad it was ridiculous. And this fall, it's my turn. So didn't have them in the spring. Uh, she had them this spring, but I had them this fall. I don't know what's going on. Drive me nuts. Anyway, it is what it is. And there's a little snow outside. Maybe that'll that'll mark the end of this long national nightmare. Oh. You got snow already. Nice. <sighs> also It's seventy degrees here in like New Jersey, by the way. Is it oh, you're a bastard? It's coming your way, don't worry. You guys have plenty of freaking snow. You have the worst snow in the eastern seaboard. It's the worst. So, have you seen the snow? I've never actually stood in it, but <laughs> I've I've been in the snow in Chicago as far east as I. I'm trying to think how far east I've ever been. Uh, what's what's clo- what's Easter or <laughs> what's Easter? What's more east, Atlanta or Chicago? I can't get my geography straight. It's Atlanta. I know it's south too, but it's more east, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, well say. that's the most east I've ever been. Is the Atlanta airport? 
That's fantastic. Yeah, it's that's not really too east, but yeah, it's more east than Chicago. That's for sure. Shit, taco. <laughs> I like Chicago. I Chicago's do too. Nice. No, I love Chicago. Don't get me wrong. I went there for my graduation uh, trip um, in high school, and it was awesome. I had a great time there. Uh, the guy, uh, I, I'll just tell you the story real quick. We went to see Second City, you know, famous Second City where all the, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All those famous, like, comedians came from, half the SNL guys and all those dudes. Uh, we went for a performance one night and nobody there of any real note except for one guy uh, who went on, and I've forgotten his name, crap, but he went on to be the funny brother, the funny grasshopper brother in The Bug's Life. Um, he was also the dog walker on, uh, Oh, what was, what the hell's that show with Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt? Uh, I have no idea who you're talking about. Dang it. Uh, hold on. Oh, uh, uh, what was the Spin City? Remember that with uh, Michael J. Fox yeah. before he quit? Yep. Uh, the guy that was on there. <laughs> I can't think of his name. Anyway, he's gone on to do stuff is what I'm saying. He's been a busy dude, and maybe the chat room's already saying what it is. I should look. No, they're not. They're not saying anything. They're not at all. Mad about you is the show, yes, but anyway, um, I'll find it. In a well, minute. the thing is, is the uh, copywriter I work with took classes at Second City. Oh, really? And he was in the same class with Chris Farley. Oh my gosh, that's great! All the yep. cool dudes came from there. If I could just find this guy's name, I'm looking right now. Hold on, Richard Kind. Richard Kind. That's it. Richard Kind. So I don't even know who that is. If you saw, but when next time you see Bugs Life, he's the funny brother to Kevin Spacey's Grasshopper. Anyway, he's hilarious. Oh, that guy. Yeah, they keep saying, shutting up, that guy. That he's big, guy. big, goofy, you know, funny, yeah. funny guy. And he does lots and lots of things, been in a bunch of movies, and he's, you know, cool dude. So, uh, he Richard Kind is at Second City during that year uh, that I was there. And I guess I should say the year. It was, ni- it was 19... 97 or did you did graduate 96 87 I mean, I mean 80, 80, 87 80, I mean. thank you though for that but yes 87 <laughs> you graduated a, a year before me yeah yeah ever i ever all my friends were 88 and my birthday's weird that was all it wasn't everyone always says no it's because your mom held you back I'm like shut up that was not well, it that doesn't make sense because you graduated earlier I, no i know that's what i'm saying i was born in july so in the summer and there was some weird choice where they were either going to, at some point, they were either going to put me in late or early. They went with early, and I always hated it. It's like they put me up a year, actually, is kind of how it worked out. Anyway. Yeah, you're, 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 you're ahead a year. Well, I'm just so damn smart. I just didn't, uh, you know. Yeah. No, my grades sucked. I don't know what they were thinking. Clearly. But, but anyway, uh, so it was 80, uh, yeah, like after graduation in 80, yeah, summer of 87. So anyway. 87. He's up there and he's doing his thing. And at one point I had a sketchbook with me and I drew a cartoon or a caricature of all the people in the in the cast. And then somebody, one of the bouncers, took it backstage and had everyone sign it. So I still have the sketchbook uh-huh. with like Richard Kind and all these other people that never went anywhere. And um, that was one cool thing. But the second cool thing is he was up doing some kind of improv and they were literally like we were on a table right near the stage and they were maybe five, six feet away from me. And the guy completely like accidental spit on me doing his act like just just nice. getting loud and doing his stuff with a loud pee or something and out popped a little bit of you know spittle and landed on my shirt anyway i that was a long way to get to that end of that story i'm just i don't even know why i decided to tell it but there it is richard <laughs> kind brush with with infamy 
See what happens when uh, I'm on the show? It just get, goes on tangents. <laughs> I know. Last week, I was so on target the whole time. On point. Yep. Theory. Big time. And that was really nice, by the way, at the end of the show, all those people that did their little... Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of lug, love Eric's way, or lug Eric's way. Lugs, yeah, lug in the love. While you're out. So uh, hopefully that uh, helped you get through your uh, stone passing. <laughs> your pain, your painkiller-free stone passing. Uh, but after that, oh man, after I could get the good stuff, I was like, it was like heaven. I was like, oh my gosh, I thank played, you. I played bass for uh, Stone Passing in the 80s. They were awesome. Did you? Yeah. Moving on to, okay, so do you want to talk about this app store that Apple announced for the Mac and and whether or not we think, well, I don't want to talk too much about it because we have an audience that is split uh, pretty evenly uh, among uh, PC users and Mac users. And there's been a lot of speculation that, hey, Eric and Scott, do you think you'll end up doing a? You're gonna, you know, add the Mac apps to your to the show. I don't think we probably are. Um, yeah, I think it's because don't, we don't want to alienate half of our audience. Yeah, and I don't want to. I really don't want to stray f- too far from the iOS market generally because that's really where this all gets focused. I could see that maybe being its own show or its own offshoot or a, maybe even a segment or I, I don't know something else, but an entire show where we also bring that in. Uh, probably not. Um, but in short, and we don't even have to talk about it much here, but in short, how do you think it's a good idea what they're going to do with this, this thing? Uh, I think it's interesting. It's, it's, it's funny to me because the, my computer and my iPad and my iPhone are such, my, are such different devices. Yeah. So I can't like, just because of the, the operating system and the hardware, a lot of the apps are uh, not fully, you know, can't do all the stuff that a computer to do can can do. Right, right. But right? don't you see it? See, here's the thing. That's a, see, people are automatically making this association. They're going. I'm not saying you are, but a lot of people are going. Oh well, are we talking about just goofy little apps and games like the way they are on my phone? But they're going to somehow convert those to work on a computer. And I don't think that's what the Apple's doing here at no, all. No, no, no. Yeah, it's true because when they when they showed the whole page, the Pages demo, that was like the full on version of Pages. It wasn't the iPad version. Yeah, it's full. It's software. It's it's like so. Now, next time I want to go buy something like like uh, and I use this example on some other show, and I don't remember what it was, maybe TNT. But I mentioned like if I wanted to go get a copy of Transit, my favorite FTP program for the Mac, that's a perfect kind of application. Small developer. You know, putting this thing out in a place where you could get to it easily and get updates quick and all that kind of stuff, then it starts to sink in. Oh no, this actually kind of makes sense. They're going to well, cr- if you look look at it like the Twitter applications, like there are so many full featured iPad, iPhone, Twitter applications compared to what they have on the desktop. Yeah, that could improve. No question about that. Because um, like Tweety for the Mac doesn't. You can't do half the stuff you can do with Tweety for the iPhone. I'm just looking at about. 10 apps on my bar down here. And so I chicken and chicken of the VNC Tweety for the Mac uh, screen flow. Uh, let's see. Things is a good example. I think uh, taco HTML editor, uh, uTorrent, Pomodoro timer, all these things I'm looking at transit and so on feeder. I use feeder for all the podcasts. I'm looking at these apps and thinking, Oh yeah, I could totally see these in categories and having this one unified place to have my one place to run my credit card at Apple 
And I'm already doing that with a lot of other stuff anyway. So it's kind of a unifying thing. I have trust with Apple with having my payment information. And to buy this stuff without having to go to a million different websites and use their own payment systems and wait for their activation codes and all the other garbage you got to dig through, I could see this being an interesting way to do it. Now, a lot of naysayers are like, ah, the Internet's the app store. What are you talking about? We don't need to segment this off. I don't think they're doing that. I think they're just creating a method for small to middle tier development teams to have a place to do this. I, I, I think of it like the way Steam does games. You know, Steam has some pretty big titles, but they're never going to get Blizzard titles and they're never going to get big Microsoft titles. Well, I can see like maybe having the Armory app. Well, yeah, that, okay, good example of something that could show up here. But that's what I'm saying is, is all of that middleware stuff that isn't retail copy of Photoshop Fits right well, in, fits I, right in here. I think it's good. Yeah, I think Apple just sees how successful the App Store is, and they're just you know, why not bring it to the Mac and see how it go, how see how it goes. Yeah, it's a it's a it's not a uh, once again it's not a duplication of the exact experience they're shooting for here. What they're shooting for, granted, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of apps that are uh, complete duplicates off the you know developers are going to put stuff in there like that. I'm sure. Yeah. Angry Birds, that would totally work as a desktop app. Yep. Think about it. Mouse, drag your dude back, let him fly. Stuff with multi-touch, not so much. Uh, dual stick shooters, probably not. But other stuff, sure, why not? I mean, you'll see some of that, but I think this is more for like like buying pages and like buying HTML editors and video I think editing. that was kind of cool that you can actually uh, segment out the different parts of iLife you want to purchase. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I like that a lot. So right. yeah, I, I'm I'm for this. So I I was very skeptical at first. I, it kind of freaked me out at first. I actually kind of see the value in it now, and I'm kind of excited. So, will we cover much of it? Probably not, unless there is a strong tie to the uh, to what's going on with the phone and the iPad and with iOS devices in general. But we will keep you informed <coughs> if, if if we change. Oh, dude, that must hurt right then. I always have to hold my. Uh my stitches. Is that what you do? Like, you hold them yeah. together? What if you yeah. sneeze so hard and you're just holding your stitches and the whole thing just open like yeah. a melon? <laughs> Nasty. You know what you remind me of? You're like that Total Recall guy that if you opened his shirt, there's a little man down there. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> you're, you're like that. That's better than being the lady with three boobs, though, right? Totally. <laughs> That's me, actually. Not true. Not true. <laughs> All right, let's move on to what is new in the way of iOS apps this week. So uh, the other day, iDOS emulator for 99 cents shows up on the App Store. It is a DOS emulator based on DOSBox. It featured PC compatibility, soft keyboard, mouse support, screen mode, portrait landscape, and full screen. You can uh, you could force a 4.3 screen aspect ratio, which is a lot like a DOS screen may have looked like. Customizable floating keypad for the iPhone, iPad full uh, full screen mode. List of freeware, abandonware uh, included in the release, things like Dig Dug, Miss Pac-Man, bunch of stuff. Okay, so this came out and people flipped. Like, how did Apple let this one through the approval process? This seems crazy because a DOS emulator means piracy, first of all. But second of all, it's just kind of a weird thing to, I don't know, just like, hey, here's, here's well, MS. People, uh, people are always into the retro stuff. Yeah, but it's an emulator. You know? It's like it's like MAME, dude. yeah. And you're never going to see a MAME app get approved on the App Store ever, right? True. Right. True. Unless you unless you own the content, 
Like if there was such a thing as one company owning all the ancient arcade content, or in this case, all the DOS content, games or whatever, and then and they could license out those bits the way that the uh, uh, the Commodore 64 app does, that's one thing. But they don't have that freedom here. What they have is this this emulator, and then anybody can do what they want with it. So sure enough, they removed it already. It's gone. Out. Finish. Finito. So do you think someone got fired at Apple for letting that through? Or how does that work, do you think, when stuff gets through that I, I don't, shouldn't? I don't... I wonder if it's like... I wonder if it's like they let this go, they let it, you know, go through the approval process, but then they keep it up there until they get a complaint. Maybe Microsoft said something. Maybe. It could have been. Can Microsoft do that? Can they say, hey, wait a minute, and then have Apple go, oh, sorry. And just, I don't know. I don't know how this, this is, this is stuff I'd love to know. I don't know how that works. I mean, because like, even the Commodore emulator was up for a couple days remember well it's still it's up again like they pulled it down and then came back up and now it's in a very kind of different form where you can't do free stuff or something i don't know i haven't gotten it so i don't know for sure how that worked but you can get that now um what'll happen is this emulator will just show up on the city store anyway and who cares but yep for un jailbroken phones interesting uh maneuver there uh, also out this week, Victoria's Secret free universal app for the iPhone and iPad. Hubba hubba. Actually, maybe iPad only. Not sure about that. It says universal. Uh, well, my notes do, but it may be me being stupid. I'm not sure about that. Um, I mean, I'm sure about me being stupid, but I'm not sure if, <laughs> if I got that right. Anyway, it is interesting only because it, it it marks kind of an interesting foray for a company that is a catalog-based company that sends catalogs out. That's where they make their money. They have stores and malls and stuff, but their biggest, you know, thing is mail mail order, you know, underwear or whatever. Whatever you buy there. And this thing, uh my wife downloaded it on her iPad, checked it out, and it is the catalog. It is a bunch of video shoots, it is a bunch of behind the scenes photo shoots, it is behind the scenes design stuff about how we got this bra to make you look 20 years younger and all this bull crap. Um, it impressed me because what it, what it did so is you're it like, said, you're like, uh, honey, let me have to test this out for the show. <laughs> it, what it, what it showed me is that you could do this kind of commerce over devices and stop getting catalogs anymore. And, and that could apply to a lot of other businesses it doesn't have to be just you know no sex, it's sexy great, lingerie dude. i think they have an advantage right off the gate because you know dudes are like oh dude this is close you're gonna get to porn on the iphone store Woo! but <laughs> anyway i just i don't know found that kind of uh kind of a fascinating release i'm trying i'm checking right now to see if it's truly <laughs> universal you're you're like you know i just i think it's fascinating the economic uh <laughs> those women are not real i just want to say Real quick. Uh, there's fake. I mean, there is not fake, but they just, they're robots. They can't be real. They can't look like that. I mean, come on. You know anybody who looks like the women in Victoria's Secret catalogs personally? Do you know anyone like that? And you work with models and agencies and stuff like that. Do you ever see people that look that good in person? Or is it all Photoshopped? Um, a lot of it's Photoshopped, but uh, it was funny, though. I have a story about when I was in the art center where I went to school. The girl that worked in there, I worked in the art center store, student store. The girl that was in there uh, was the body model 
for Pocahontas in the Disney movie. <laughs> oh, for like video cap and that? Yeah, for the sketching and the whole oh. nine yards. Interesting. So it was quite interesting. Yeah, that's weird. So I've never met anyone like that in my life. <laughs> uh, so there's that. What else we have? Sex offense. Oh, speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> I didn't even realize <laughs> I had done this. Uh, I found the sex offender tracker was released this week. $1.99 for this thing. It's Hasn't on, there always been out the sex offender? There's Look, a bunch I, of others, but this, is, this isn't significant in that it doesn't. It's the official one? It's, I don't know if it's the official, but you don't have to pay a bunch of money to get access to the database. Like, I find it really interesting the last few years how this this database that was designed, to, you know, for people to make decisions about where to move or, you know, understand that if they have kids that this guy down the road was convicted five years ago of this thing and you want to be, you know, have more parental control or whatever. At least that's the, that's the idea, right? You can argue all day the, the politics of this and whether it actually works. But what what I find interesting about it is how monetized it has become. Like, everybody's like... Yeah, find out who these terrible people are up the street from you for only $5 a month. You know, it's just like this weird, (laughs) weird money grab for this thing that should be a free public service, I think. But yep. Anyway, I think you can go online and check it out. Yeah. For free. The thing that makes this one interesting is it uses augmented reality. (laughs) So, oh my gosh. (laughs) So you're outside, dude. And you're you're moving around in a circle, and all of a sudden oh, there's like a like a big blinking light on your neighbor's house in virtual space. Oh, oh man. my gosh! Isn't that terrible? That's horrible. <laughs> it's driving down the street with the augmented reality. Yeah. So if you want to learn more, go to sexoffendertrackerapp.com. Longest domain in history. Not really, but pretty long. Kind of scary. I never really want to know who's around. I know. I don't really want to know. You know what the worst thing is? Is one day I was in the Utah database and I thought, ah, just check around, see if I know any of these names. There's tons. First of all, the freaky thing is there are three Scott Johnsons, none of whom are me, but my name is so common that I don't like the fact that there are three convicts in the Salt Lake Valley with my name coming up on this database. And they're all just like mustache looking, freaking, you know satellite dish bigger than your trailer looking dudes just it's like totally like rednecky you know whatever whatever stereotype you want me to come up with that's what they look like and i and so that was number one number two i'm searching around and i find out that like three blocks over this dude i went to high school with shows up on the registry with this terrible this terrible conviction and he doesn't look any different to me than he did in high school he's just like grinning for the camera and stuff and i'm just thinking oh my gosh i don't ever want to know this I don't want to know this about people. I definitely don't want to know these other guys with my name. It's freaking creepy. Oh, man. Anyway, I even found, uh, what was that? I found somebody. Oh, I found a guy named Kim Johnson. This is a, my wife's name, but a dude named Kim, like three to, three roads away. This is back when we lived more north. But I remember just thinking, dude, this I, I'm done with this service. <laughs> I'm not looking that up anymore. Anyway, if you want it, buck 99, sex offender tracker good times pbs app on the ipad out this week i'm going to review it a little bit in a minute uh it is uh what you might expect it is pbs doing the cbs app kind of thing where you can watch their shows do a bunch of stuff for free and uh, the, the app itself is free it's cool i like it if you're into pbs nature stuff and documentaries and whatever uh, sweet yeah does it have uh, pbs kids Ooh, you know what i didn't dig into it that far i'll bet it does have something that'd be great for the kids the yeah. kids 
I mostly looked it's at like, their mainline stuff and I haven't really played with it too hard, which is why it's kind of at the tail end of my reviews today. But yeah, that's a good point. If it's got a bunch of kids stuff in there, then good for you, right? Totally. They love, yeah. AJ's a big fan of Word Girl and Word World. And my kids are obsessed with Adventure Time. <laughs> I love Adventure Time. I know. It's great. I still say that Flapjack is the adventure, or the, what is it? The Misadventures of Flapjack is still the weirdest show on TV. Yeah, I kind of like the writing for Adventure Time better. I don't know if I do. I don't know. I can't tell. I'm torn between those two. I love them both. It's funny that every time it's it's funny. My girlfriend, every time she's watching it with me and my kids, she goes, "Are you sure this is this is for kids?" <laughs> <laughs> totally is, but isn't. You know? Yeah, like Jake is like, yeah, I watch you when you sleep, and I take pictures too. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like weirdly innocently creepy. They do that a lot on that show. Flapjack, dude, just the whole Doctor Barber guy is my favorite. Oh, that guy's freaky. Would you like some surgery? Or a haircut. That guy's awesome. Anyway, moving on. Puzzle Quest HD. This is the uh, first game out on the iPad in full, not in chunks like they did originally with the release. Four ninety nine. If you never got a taste of the original uh, Puzzle Quest, uh, now is your chance for four ninety nine. Seems too little, too late to me, and not worth five bucks. But hey, whatever. They're milking that for all they can get. You're like, where's the new one? Not out yet. If that was five bucks, and Puzzle Quest Two was out, I would. I'd pay that. But come on, this you other like, game's like, like five years old. Oh, I love the Puzzle Quest. Great, great stuff. Uh, and then finally, another game release, Linkanoids. I haven't tried it yet. I hear it's interesting. Two bucks. Um, Bust a Move fans, take note, because apparently it's pretty cool. That's it for interesting new releases. There was a ton of other stuff. There's literally like 100 new apps a day. There's tons. But you have to go through and cherry pick the stuff that matters. And that's what we try to do here each and every week, right here on App Slapping. Should we yes. do reviews? Let's do it. All right. Reviews. Reviews. Okay, first up on the reviews, I, I apologize. This is a little self-serving, but out this week, brand new, the Instance app for the Instance podcast. If you're a listener of the Instance and you like to stay connected to the show in other ways, uh, the app is out and it is awesome. Uh. And it's free. Yes, I checked it out. Yeah, I have a few. I have a few issues with it. Oh, okay, go say. ahead. Go ahead. What do you got? Um, you can look at the forum postings. Yeah, you can't see the responses. Right, you can only see the initial post. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're working on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good point, though. Good point. It's definitely also, a weakness. Yes. It's you know I know Nicole worked hard on it. Yeah. This is you know I'm just giving some constructive criticism. Very constructive. Uh, also, it'd be nice to have it work in the background. So if you're listening to a podcast and you exit out of it, the podcast continues to play in the background. Oh, that's funny. That's on my list as well. Oh, look at that. I would like to see that fixed. Yes. Not fixed, but added or whatever. Tweaked. <laughs> Updated. Yeah. Anything else that... Uh... No, other than that, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I really else? like it. Anything else that makes your scar twinge on your belly? <laughs> No. All right, good. Uh, so, yeah, it's out now, and I won't say much about it because I'm a little biased. I, I'm super excited that it exists. And, by the way, we'll be having something very, very similar to this app coming out for App Slappy very soon. The App Slappy official app coming out soon. Whee! Uh, okay, on to stuff that I can be uh, objective about. Cube ra- Cubed Racer, $2.99. Uh, I feel bad because, well, the other day I don't feel bad because I, pu- I put up a thing on Twitter about it. So, hopefully, people, a bunch of you guys got it. 
because uh, they had a free, a free, a free, blah, I can't talk, a free day over the weekend, uh, which is no longer the case. It is no longer free, but it is two ninety nine. I bought it when it was money, <laughs> when it was not free. And you bought it for? You bought it for two ninety nine? Yes, I did. Um, oh, on the I'm on the recommend, I am sorry. Uh, on the recommendation of a few different people, and you know what? I like it. I don't. I hate it. 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 All right, let me tell you what I like about it, and then you tell me what you hate. I like that it's randomly generated. All the tracks are totally made up on the fly. Yes. I like the cute little stupid graphics. They're they're kind of fun in a weird, you know, post eighties digi you know eight bit kind of way. Uh, and I like the way you turn and handle corners. Um, I also like you, you play your own ghost when you want to try to beat your best times. Um, what I don't like is that it is, despite the fact that you have all these randomly generated maps, it kind of feels like you're doing the exact same thing every time you do it. And the controls, while you can master them, are a little floaty. I think on purpose, it's supposed to be, feel like you're skidding out of control all the time. Um... I don't know. There's something about it that feels very repetitive after a while. So it's not the kind of game you can just get lost in. Um, it's good for maybe quick, you know, challenges against yourself or something. So, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of middling on it. I'd give it maybe three and a half stars out of five, but I would love to know why you hate, hate, hate it. Well, first of all, luckily I didn't pay, pay excuse me, pay two ninety nine for it. I got the light version. Oh, cause I, so cause you wanted to avoid the potential of horribleness. Yeah, so I, I I tried it out and the controls just suck. <laughs> They're not. Fu- it's not fun at all. And the thing is, is I don't know because because see people, what you do with your right thumb, you press down the gas pedal, and then with your left thumb, you have to do the left and right turns. Right. So you're actually you know going back and forth trying. The thing is, is sometimes your thumb might hit, not hit the control exactly. So you're just like, why am I not turning? Why am I not turning? And then you're go off the edge. Yeah, it's a little picky on the controls. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you that. Yeah, how many times has that happened to you? Where you're like, not you, not you a think, ton. You think, you think you're hitting the button, but you're really not hitting the button. Not a ton, but partially. I think because that area is not big enough. They need to, I don't know, adjust yeah. that area so it's a little bit yeah more forgiving about where you you place your thumb. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So and and it's just the the controls like. It just, it just, oh my gosh! It's just, I don't know how many times I went off the track. And you're trying to pick up those stupid canisters of gas or yeah. the, the turbo one. Yeah, will send you right off the edge. <laughs> like, give me a chance to like do something. Let me give me a chance to turn or something. Well, it's not easy. I'll get. Uh, see, I feel, I feel like some of that is just mastery. Like it's supposed to be hard, and then you're supposed to kind of get better at it. Um. But, but, Are you, but you feel you're getting better at yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I am. I feel like I am a little bit. But I will agree with but you. Here's that, a big question. What? Are you having fun? <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of. But I feel like it is a big barrier to entry for players. I feel like it doesn't really ease you in. Like the very second map you may get could be just ridiculously hard. And then the third. Yeah, it's all random. Yeah. And then the third map's like some piece of cake straight line or something. So, so yeah, you're, you're right. There's the, the structure. The structure feels very old school gaming before they cared about whether or not you were having enough fun. It's hard to explain, but you know what I mean? Kind of like an old, you're on your own. Here's the keys. Have fun. Don't kill yourself. I know. 
I don't know. I kind of like it. Uh, yeah, it's like, well, I could, okay, I, I can, I could get over the whole, I mean, I, I mean, the graphics are kind of cool, you know, they're not bad, right, but right. it's just the control screen, this, the control scheme. I cannot get over just how difficult it is to control the car. I like when we disagree. It's good. So it's good for the show. All right. Yep. So cubed racer, uh, if it's, if it's your ball of cheese, then go get it. If try, hey, try out the light version. Yeah. It's always you, nice uh, to have a light version. I'll agree. Uh, Suzitz, Suzes, Suzes. That's up next. Uh, I, I'm bringing this one up because it's one I bought a long time ago and it just went free. So you paid for money for it. Now it's free. Yeah. And I, I want to bring it up again because I want people to get it because now that it's free, you should get your hands on it. Cause it's definitely worth it as a free game. And I argue that it was pretty, pretty freaking good as a paid game. And the best thing I could compare it to is like a two dimensional version of Super Mario Galaxy where you where gravity almost gravity what you know about gravity is all about to change in this game and how it works and how you get around and what you have to do and all that kind of stuff I really really like the game it is essentially a platformer you can jump and move and collect stuff and and go out the door and come into the new area and do all that and and like in Super Mario Galaxy uh, for the Wii, you want to jump to the planetoid just above you. You jump, and, and if you're close enough, the gravitational pull of the other planetoid will kind of suck you up to the to the top, and you'll walk upside down and collect coins on the other side. And, and there's oftentimes you're trying to figure out how to get from one place to another, and it's not easy. Um, controls are simple, very straightforward. Great game. Uh, that one I'm going to give four stars out of five. I think it's solid as crap, and since it's free, what are you doing? You should play this. So, did you have a chance to muck around? I did not have a chance to play Suzes. So I, don't, I don't know how you say it. It's S O O S I Z. Is it Suzes? Yeah, it sounds like something Dr. Seuss would write. Yeah, S O O S I Z. Uh, you should try it, dude. It's free. It's fun. I'll, I'll try it. There aren't, there aren't enough good platforming games on the. Well, there's tons of them, but I'm saying good ones. I just have to say I played uh, the incident with the whole iPhone controller thing. Oh, how cool is that? Dude, I can't believe how responsive it is. I know. It gives me hope for all kinds of cool applications for that because I thought it would be... Is it Wi-Fi then? Is that how it's working? I Because I don't have my Bluetooth on. I don't either. It's got to be. It has to be Wi-Fi. And if that's true, I'm no lag at all. Like no... Oh, yeah. Like the jumping and the controlling and it's just like... No latency. It's really, really cool. I don't know if people have been messing with that. I mentioned it last week. You should totally try it if you haven't. Because it's a universal app. So yeah. if you bought it for the iPad, you can download it for free for your iPhone. Yeah. It's easy to connect. and It's Radsky. I like, I like how the little graphic, the guy is dreaming about the object, objects dropping. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> He's on the couch. I love all that. That whole thing, that game's just great in general. It's just such a simple, fun idea. And I know, I know this 8-bit thing is being done to death right now, but... It's a great it actually made the game like more playable to me. I agree. You mean having to like have the hold the huge iPad going back and forth? Or yeah, but for me, even using the phone that way, I I, I really like a separate controller, and it became so second nature because you're just you're not even paying attention. You just your hands are doing its thing. It's like yep. you're you're back to what gaming is for you normally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do that, people, if you haven't done that. Uh, I've been, I played a ton of train yard. I already reviewed it, so I won't talk about it much more other than I'd love it. And it is devilishly hard as you get further into it. My gosh. And you, and you know what? It's, 
I, I said this last week. I'll just repeat it. It it is such a learn. It is such a smooth learning curve. The guy should teach like a lesson, like a like a class at a college, in, in a game theory class about how to have gradual progression that literally teaches you how to be smarter playing the game as as the levels go on. It's so good that game. Love Train Yard. Oh my gosh. Highly recommended. Did you ever pick it up? I haven't. How much is it? Uh, it's a buck. It's all. Just a buck. Yeah, that's, uh, I can pick that totally up. Totally worth it. afford dollar. that. Yeah, it's in the top 10 still. That thing is doing well. And we're going to interview him, by the way. He's going to come on. I think so. Oh, nice. I, I put out the invitation. I haven't heard back, but he's a fan of the show. So hopefully we'll hear back. Oh, can I mention this? Since we're at this stage of the show anyway. Sure. Our, our good friend Eileen uh, Rivera, uh, Rivera, otherwise known as Tom's wife. <laughs> She was our old nemesis from she, App Judgment. For App Judgment. Are they still doing that show over there, or is that gone? I think they're still doing it. Okay, just not with without her. It's going to go away because she was. Well, I don't like. I don't follow anybody else who does that show on Twitter, so I don't know if they're coming. Because I think you sort of tweet the uh, episodes when they came out. Yeah, that's when I used to watch them. As she'd tweet them, but anyway, we're we're huge fans of Eileen. She now is over at Twit uh, as a as one of the producers at Twit, doing really good work there, and. She approached me during the week and said, hey, I'd love to do something for the show, uh, you know, chat with Eric and see what you guys think. And, you know, she basically had a prover from Leo Laporte that she could do something like this. And, you know, I'm basically like, oh, my gosh, we would love to have, you know, she's a serious pro. She's really good at this stuff. And, and we'd be glad to have her do anything. And she suggested, well, maybe something with developer interviews or something like that. I'm like, absolutely. So I can't give anyone dates or any firm idea of when and what, but it looks like we are going to have some incredibly cool contributions from Eileen. I can't wait. It's awesome. And a girl's perspective on the show. Yes. You know, that's good, right? To have that. That is really good. Yeah. If you listen to final score, you'll know that that's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to call Brian a girl, but we really like having him on there. Yeah, it's oh, good. I mean, Nicole, sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Moving on. I also messed around with posterous. You mess with posterous or posterous or however you say Is that it? that photo posting site. Yeah. Kind of. It's like a little micro blogger, blah, blah, blah. There seems to be, these things would be popping up every other there are day. So many out there. I'm just like, ah, I know. I can't like tell the, if I like it yet. But. There's like Plixi, like a new one. It's got Plixi or something like that. Plixi. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Is it Plixi? Plixi. Yeah. I, I, just, I can't keep up with them. I can't either. That's my problem. I need something to rise above the ashes and be the best one, and then I'll use it. Right if you're talking about just... that, I, uh, I've been playing around with Instagram. Oh, tell me about that, because isn't that a kind of a photo-y, flickery it's a, thing? It's kind of like a Twitter f- type of photo app. So what you do is you pretty much have, you take photos... And you have followers and people you follow that you can see in a timeline. All right. Just photos. And people can like them and comment on the photos. Okay. And it seems to be uh, growing, uh, having a pretty pretty big audience because uh, it's getting really popular. If you notice, uh, Leo Laporte's been using it a lot. Yeah. Kevin He's... Rose, I think, is using it. <laughs> Leo freaked me out. Uh, I can tell you a funny story. Um, he started following me on Twitter. But I didn't know that. And so <laughs> this is how I found out. I was doing some artwork over the weekend. Or I guess it was Thursday or maybe Friday. I know that piece. Of art. I got to talk to you about that artwork later. Uh, yeah, I know. There's some, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I took You've a, heard? Yeah, I've heard a couple people say some things. 
Uh, so I took some, I took a picture with my iPhone of the thing in progress and not two seconds later, I lean over to twit TV that was running on a different computer in the background. And I see this image of a camera on top. It basically focused on Leo's iPad with that exact image. I took not 20 seconds earlier Oh, nice on iPad today, the show with uh, Sarah Lane. And I was like, what? the crap and i didn't know he was following me on twitter now it made sense like oh he just clicked the latest twitter update on his feed and it was it just happened to be me and it just happened to be this image and he brought it up on y frog or whatever but when <laughs> i had no idea so this thing just like pops up out of nowhere i was seriously having the i was weirding out it's like how is that possible what did i do anyway so meta that's pretty meta <laughs> uh what was i gonna say so anyway uh uh instagram uh, yes, Instagram. So they have a whole bunch of different filters you can apply to the photos. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's okay. It's Wait, what's bad. your problem with that artwork? What were you going to say about it? No, I'm not going to say it on air. Is it because we're sitting too close to each other on that <laughs> elephant? <laughs> Is that it? Maybe. All right. That's what I've been hearing. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> so I've got, there's been a couple of examples in my lifetime of, artwork i've done where where i just didn't pay attention to (laughs) potential things like that so like one of them was in junior high i was a cartoonist for the school newspaper and the teacher accused me of drawing a unit of a wiener on a on a character on purpose to like get in trouble i'm like what are they talking about they're going to suspend me and all this stuff and i go into their office they show me the cartoon that i'd done and i'm like what are you talking about and they pointed out and there's kind of a, like a little bump in the groin of one of these characters. It was not on purpose. It's like a, just a bad line. <laughs> and I just, you know, they wouldn't publish it. It was my first experience with that kind of weird sensory. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that uh, it's just also you have the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Only for dirty minded readers like Eric. <laughs> with, I'm not the only one, dude. I saw some stuff on Twitter. So From who? Who said it? I can't remember, but I know it in the, in the feed. That's terrible. That thing was a lot of work. Remember when talking about how it's homoerotic, whatever. Anyway, so Instagram, back, back to your stupid app. I'm trying to make you laugh so that you'll split your ribbon. Uh, uh, anyway. Okay. So, I'm in stitches. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, right. check it out. It's kind of cool. Okay. It has filters, a whole bunch of different filters that you can apply to your photos, but it's pretty much like a Twitter-esque uh, timeline for photos. Mm. Very nice. Uh, I also picked up something called Tesla Toy. It was free, and I... It's, it's kind of stupid. I mean, here's... It's, it's one of those artsy, like, put your finger on the iPad, iPhone, and it does weird... Yeah, it's made, it's made by the same people who did. I'm looking it up on my iPad now. I forgot the uh, Uzu, which is kind of like this pattern stuff. Um, what, what's the word? There's a word for this. Uh, it's like interactive art. They did the sand garden for the iPad, also. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I guess so. I guess that's what you call it. It's, it's, it's all. Like, it's like interactive art type of type of thing, I'd say. It's all cool and everything. The thing I like about the Uzu one is that you can set it to do random stuff automatically, and it's fun to sort of prop that up and watch it. Um, 
like my iPad's doing it right now. It's like a big light show. It looks really, really cool. This other thing doesn't do any of that yet. It's basically just sort of the same effect, but it looks like electricity. Um, so it's, that's why they call it Tesla toy. It's like a little Tesla coil kind of thing. I don't know. It's just a stupid thing to have. So get it or not. It's free. It's free. Like whatever. My kids were having fun with it today. So Yeah, that's all that matters. Kids have fun with it. And I'm still trying to care about our Defender. Uh, which is this virtual uh, augmented reality tower defense game um, where you can literally take a picture of your table and then it'll put a tower on it and then you can play. And as you play and move around, the tower will move in 3D in that space using the camera. It's really cool looking. Really? But the actual actual tower defense part sucks. Gameplay sucks. Sucks, sucks. So don't save your dollar on that art defender. I so far I'm gonna keep at it. I haven't really, you know, I feel like I haven't given it all I can to give it a full review. But if you're if you're looking for a cool tech demo to say look what's possible, it's worth that dollar. If you're looking for a really great, compelling gameplay experience, spend it on cut the rope again or something. <laughs> Maybe not again, but whatever. If you haven't gotten cut the rope, do you hear EA bought the bought Chilingo? That's a big deal, dude. Yeah. yeah, just leave everything alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to nickel and dime us to death. Well, they bought Chilingo's just a publisher, so it isn't like they bought the developers. And even the Angry Birds guys uh, said we're not with Chilingo anymore anyway. So it's kind of weird that they would even buy this company without the giant one single IP that matters. Um, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. And then I bought Game Dev Story because everyone says to play it, and I have had no time yet. It's on my iPhone. I can't wait to try it. Everyone is raving about this thing. It's basically a video game industry simulator. And I hear it's ridiculously addicting, and uh, uh, developers themselves all over the Internet are raving about it, saying this is just awesome. This is what iPhone games should be, and I can't wait to try it. So I will, and I'll report next week. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe you will as well. It's three ninety nine for that game. Is it a iPhone only, or is it a? It's iPhone only, unless you would like to blow it up two times its size on your iPad. Uh, no, thank you. Okay, I think it'd be a great iPad game, but sadly, it is only on the phone. Uh, what else? I quit using Epic Win. Why did you do stop using Epic Win? Uh, I just kind of got bored of it. How high did you get? Uh, it's level five or six. Something like that. I just got, I just, uh, I don't know. I can't, I feel like the to-do-y part of it isn't very good. Like the. No, it's missing lots of features. It's missing lots of features. And after a while, I I started to realize that I was, I was basically eating a cake with really good frosting that was made out of like foam rubber in the middle. Like it just was. Well, the thing is, is that your, your equipment does change when you level up. Did you notice? Yeah, I noticed that. There's some there's some cool stuff. They need to go for the two things need to happen. They need to have better features for the actual to do functionality so that that is as feature rich as any other competing to do app. And then they need to go totally crazy with the custom customization and character creator stuff. Make that way more interesting than it is right now. Um, I feel like both ends, they're trying to do these two things at once and neither one are very great. I don't know. I don't know. It worked for me for a while, so obviously I, you know, had my fun with it. And updates will tell if I'm ready to go back, but for now, not not so much. Uh, how's UFO on tape? I hear that's great. Yeah, did you try it? No, I keep hearing about it, and that's another one I haven't haven't. Is it phone only? It is, isn't it? 
Uh, yes. Okay. As far as I know. While you speak, I'm looking at your scar. Go ahead. You're looking at my... Ugh. Every time you talk, that's what I do. Uh, UFO and tape. It's a simple little game. You know, all the object of the game is to... Uh, you have a virtual video camera you, you're using as your phone. You try to track the UFO and follow it as long as you can. Very simple premise. Uh, but what's kind of cool about it is the graphics are very photorealistic. Oh, and it's Game Center capable as well. And it's Game Center capable also. Very simple game. Also. Oh, it's, it's universal, a- by the way. Both iPad and iPhone. Oh, it is? Yep. Oh, universal, universal. How much iPad. is it? A uh, dollar. 99 cents. Which what's interesting about it is, is it actually takes advantage of the iPhone gyroscope. Oh, one of the one of the few game releases that probably does, I'm guessing. Yeah. So, and it's interesting because in the Game Center high scores, they have high scores for accelerometer and high scores for the uh, the gyroscope, depending on what you're playing it on. Slick a snot on a booger pole. Yes. So I'm going to so download very, it. It's a very simple game, but it's uh, it's quite it's quite addicting. And I just have to say uh, <clears throat> that I am number one out of all my friends on it. Oh, it's because I don't have it yet. We'll see. I just purchased it. right now? Yeah, I just bought it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll try it out. I'm excited to try here, it. Ever, here, ever, try it out. Let's do a, do a live tryout right well, now. Well, it's still downloading. It's not down yet. My phone's been weird with the downloads lately. Like I'll, I will go to buy something and the phone will report, cannot download from the store right now. But then it starts downloading. Yeah, I've gotten that. Like, cannot connect to the iTunes store, but yeah. now it's downloading. I, it. I wonder if that's server thing or a patch, you know, like a OS thing. I don't know. Weird. Anyway, uh, it's downloading now. It'll be a minute, so in a sec we'll get back okay, to well, it. Well, I can talk about cut. Let's lots. I've been playing lots of cut the rope. Okay, so you weren't um, here for the cut the rope period of our lives. No, I, I mean I played. The thing is, is you guys probably like, oh, he's been playing so much. I was not in the mood to play anything. You weren't in the mood for anything, but just healing I was up. Not, oh, dude, I was. And it was like the painkillers they had me on, it was very hard to to stay awake. Yeah, you were stoned. <laughs> like constantly stoned. Oh, so. It's okay, you deserved, so a, you deserved a little drug use. But um, so Cut the Rope was just a, you know, it's been this huge sensation. Speaking of Chilingos and their other hit, big, huge hit. Um, so, and I, I three-starred everything. So have I. I thought you said you didn't. No, I did. I got it. I got it all. Oh, you did get yep. it all. I and I didn't use. You that you didn't. I didn't use any of these cheater things. The walkthroughs. Yeah, those anything. are out now. Like you can go buy the walkthrough for for a dollar. It's like, why Dude. would you do that? I had a lot more fun just figuring it out. The thing is awesome. Yep. It's 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 ingenious. The physics are amazing. I just it was really good. Yeah, I'm looking but, at UFO but, on tape. Are, are these not photos? They look like photos. Oh, look at that, dude. <gasps> That's rad. <laughs> I've been saying rad a lot. Well, you did graduate in the 80s. <laughs> no, but lately, I I don't know. My problem is uh, I'll play that later because I can't do that and think. Um, <laughs> but what did you think? It's cool. That's really, really cool. It seems a lot. It seems like there's a lot of jitter. Or is that just me the way I play? Well, it's the gyroscope. Interesting. Probably the sensitivity. You can adjust the sensitivity of it. Uh huh. But you got to figure you got the gyroscope action working on there. Oh, well. Oh, I see what we're doing. This is really, 
really cool. Is there sound? There's no sound. Yeah, there's sound. Oh, I may have turned my sound off. Oh, I lost it. I lost it. Oh, you're dead. Pretty neat. 34 <laughs> so. seconds. Anyway. Uh, moving on to nothing else, because that's all, everything we did. Cut the Rope's great, though, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But everybody probably is like, oh, we know that already. <laughs> Duh. Well, that's okay. I mean, you know, things move fast. On the internet, things move faster than the speed of light. And yes, it's an old it's old news now that that game is a huge. I can't hit. I can't like really Angry Birds Halloween really. I know it looks just like the same old thing. But they're all doing that. The thing is, they're charging for it. Like like what's the jumper dude um, that's been around forever and makes tons of money and is always in the doodle, top ten. Doodle jump. Doodle, doodle jump always does these cool updates for Halloween and stuff, but they don't charge again. I know. Yeah, I don't like I don't like paying for theme stuff. That bugs me. You look at the screenshots and it just looks like the same old stuff, it's just a different background. Yeah, it is. It's still the same bad physics. <laughs> Which is an you know, an important distinction. I'm I'm super, you know, here's what I would do from if I was going to spend money on more stuff that had to do with the Angry Birds, I'd buy one of those plushies. Have you seen those? Yep. They look great. Oh, I totally want a plushie. Angry Bird plushie. Someone send me one. That's terrible. I shouldn't ask for that. Don't send me anything. Forget it. Send me one. Update corner this week. PayPal had a huge update. I uh, use this app occasionally because I do a lot of stuff on PayPal. Here is what is new in version 3.0. Receive notifications instantly on your phone for account activity updates, including sending or receiving money, making a purchase, or requesting money. Control the length of time you remain logged into the application. That's good because of security reasons. Uh, with the new help center, you're just a tap away from FAQs and customer service contact info. <laughs> That's a terrible, what a dumb feature that is. Uh, with our new help center, you're a tap away from our frequently asked questions. Anyway, don't have a PayPal account. Sign up fast and easy right on the app. Use the PayPal local feature to find businesses nearby that accept PayPal and billing tags. So are there businesses, I wanted to bring this up, are there businesses around like physical brick and mortar companies where you can walk in and play, pay with PayPal? How would you do that? Well, I don't know. I mean, one, you could say the PayPal credit card, but that's just a Visa or MasterCard. So that's no big deal. That's just a branded MasterCard. Um, I, I can't think of any other way unless you went in there and said, oh man, I really like these sneakers. Let me go to your website and order them online to be shipped to me and here's my PayPal information. See you guys later. I cannot figure that out. So, dear listeners, you always have answers to weird stuff like this. We would love to hear what you think about that. Yeah, the, the only thing that scares me about having the pay, PayPal on my phone is just if I lose my phone. Mm. I'm like, but I like that I guess a new feature. You can control the length of time you remain logged on into the application. That's true. Yeah, so, I don't know. I do don't you have know. it on your phone? I do, yeah. I don't use it as much as I did when I first got it because I was kind of playing with it, but I'll try some of these features, see what I think. Maybe a report next week, but, uh, you know, PayPal. PayPal, I have a love-hate relationship with PayPal. They've been good to me in some, in a lot of ways and weird in others, and so, I don't know. They're kind of a racket with some of the stuff they offer, but their free stuff is, I don't know, kind of cool if you don't have a lot of alternatives and you know, the fact that eBay owns them and it's a big, you know, there's when a big company owns a company like this, there, there's a better chance of longevity and, 
you know, legality and other issues are sort of taken care of. Or at least I f- sort of have that feeling whether or not it's true. I don't know. But uh, anyway, more about that next week. We'll try it out. Okay. Where are we now? Oh, you know what? Stupid app of the week, right? Let's play. Yeah, let's play this. In a world where complete morons develop apps, it's the stupid app of the week. Derp. I'm getting tired of that intro. I want to do another one. <laughs> I don't know what it'll be yet. Um. Okay. Stupid app of the week. I decided to pick this week. Payless shoe source. <laughs> Did you hear that right? Payless yes. shoe source. Now, I, Eric, imagine what that is. Just take a guess. What is that? Do you think? It's that shoe store. Why pay more when you can pay less? Right, and it's Payless shoes doesn't have like name brand shoes. They have all these knockoffs. Right, that's their whole yep. thing. Yep. I don't know about this. This seems like a weird idea to me. So I, I was just seeing the praises of of Victoria's Secret, right? Having their own app and doing whatever. Um, But now, check this out. I'm just going to read this intro. Uh, Waiting around for the latest trends to go on sale is so last season. With the Payless app, now you can have have fresh, uh, fresh new fashion right at your fingertips. Get to know your favorite designers. Play games to win discounts. Find styles in a store near you. Plus, spot the shop. What? So, oh, sorry. Plus, uh, stop. Uh, blah. Sp- <laughs> plus, spot the shop. The hottest looks right from your iPhone or iPod Touch. That's terribly written. Loving the Payless designer shoes and accessories lines? Now you can get the inside scoop on who's behind the design. Whatever. It's like some Chinese guy in a sweatshop. So, did you try this app? <sighs> no. Are you just judging it on the write-up? Dude, it's Payless. This is... uh, It's like Del Taco doing an app. It's like... Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain, like, I don't know. For whatever reason, Victoria's Secret strikes me as a more classy effort. (laughs) (laughs) And I know people are going to read into that and say, well, because it's full of sexy ladies. I don't know. I think presentation has a lot to do with it, but I'm just saying this seems stupid. And listen to this. I wonder if the developer wrote this. Ready? Uh, a review. Simply wonderful. What a, in the text says, what a beautiful application. Easy to use. Dynamic interface. Just what you've been looking for to not waste your time. I film, uh, I film my time here. I use it when I'm... What? I film my time here. I use it ex- uh, effectively. It's terrible. What's with the bad writing? Must be the same guy that wrote the top part. Although I would love to have an iPad to enjoy this application. Dude, what? Anyway. Uh, Whoa, the graphics are not that good. (laughs) There's another one I'm sure that somebody internally wrote. Cool app. I am getting a new pair of shoes each uh, night this week. I can't believe the prices. When did Payless start making cool shoes? The store is right here in uh, Sobe. Sobe? Or Sobe? Southern California? Southern Beach? South Beach? Is that what that is? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yep. Anyway, that's a case of, hey, someone, hey, down uh, on the third floor, have three employees do some reviews real quick for us. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is stupid. That's a stupid app. 
It's shoes, dude. I know. I guess if you're uh, whatever. I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's I, I realize as I say it, it sounds hypocritical. I just, well, I just the thing is, is uh there's the thing is is the companies can do really cool applications. Like check out the Pottery, Pottery Barn Kids costume finder. That one's cool. Yeah, what you do is you take pictures of your kids and you mask out their face and then you can swipe different costumes onto your own photos of your kids. Yeah, that's pretty cool. See, I could I can get my head around that. I'm just saying So I'm saying companies can do nice things. Yeah, but see there's something about like Pottery Barn, I hear that and I think, oh, okay, upper scale mall store, you know, whatever. I hear pay less and I just think ghetto crap joint I used to buy crappy shoes at in high school and then destroy them in art class or something. It's just this, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm obviously I'm biased. You are. You, you can, have a I think you have a You can tell, right? Deep childhood issues with Payless. I think you had a All right, let's do some calls. Bad childhood experience in a Payless. We'll do some <laughs> we do some calls. It's uh like that different strokes episode in the bike shop. Oh my gosh. I remember that. <laughs> Dude, different strokes. So bad. Gary Coleman lived in Utah. Utah connection. <laughs> yes. Lived and died here. Might <laughs> mention that. All right, moving on to some calls. We got one about car stereo problems. By the way, these calls come to us uh, via voice memos on their iPhones right to this address, AppSlappy Show. No, what is it? AppSlappy at gmail.com. That's our Twitter. I've got that backwards. AppSlappy. It's been so long since you've been here. I'm screwed up. AppSlappy at gmail.com. And here is our first one. It is, is a scar, uh, car stereo problem or a scar stereo problem. Hey, Scott and Eric, this is Bill from Washington, D.C. Ever since I upgraded to iOS 4.1, the audio via USB on my car stereo sounded really bad. I've tried just about everything except downgrading my OS to an earlier version. Have you guys run into this? Do you have any hints to getting better sounding car audio? Hope you're feeling better, Eric. Derp! I have uh, hints on having better sounding uh, call-in audio. <laughs> so he was saying he was getting, he has a USB connection? Yes. I think so. Car stereo. I couldn't quite hear him over the... But yes, I think so. It's, it sounds like it needs to be grounded. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, know when what? You're using a computer that has a mic that's not grounded, you get that... It actually it actually occurred to me that if he's using his phone to do that, that memo, and I think he was, or his iPod or something, maybe it's related. Like the sound... Maybe the sound quality is goofy because there's something shorted, or I don't know, like something with the headphone jack or whatever. Um, yeah, because there's definitely some kind of weird mic hum going on. Yeah, so it's possible that you've got some kind of short. Now, let's say that isn't it, though. Let's say it's... Well, the thing is, the problem is, is the when you hook up your phone via USB, it's all digital. Yeah. True? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So... But he's not... How can you do that with your phone? Well, there's car stereos that out there that you can plug in via USB. You can? I didn't know that. I thought they were all yeah. analog. Okay. And uh, you can actually control from the car stereo the your iPod Touch or iPhone, depending, you know, what you have. Well, in that case, uh, it is the yes, you're <clears throat> you're correct. It's digital. And if you're going from the bot you're going from the dock connector to that, right? Yep. Okay, not from the headphone jack. So yeah, it is purely digital. So uh pff, dude. I don't know. I feel like we don't know enough about the way he connects, but if that if they, is, if there's any listener out there who knows the answer to it, you know, yeah, let us know. 
We love playing calls that we can't figure out, and you guys always have answers for them, so keep those coming. <laughs> they really do. Like, I've got three outro calls today that answer specific calls that we already got. Well, there you go. We like to play the calls and make you answer them. Uh, drafting apps for the iPad. Hey, guys. This is Kevin out in Pasadena, California, and I, I'm a cabinet maker, and... Um, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to do some uh, on-site drafting. And I, I found a lot of drafting programs for my iPad, but what I can't find is any of them that, that do um, fractions or fractional drafting. If you guys or any of the uh, any of your listeners know, um, I'd love to hear. Thank you so much. And derp. <laughs> Best derp of the episode. Um, I did a search for fractional drafting. And the first three pages of Google results were fantasy football results. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. Um, there's nothing that I can find that references fractional drafting or fractions in drafting and iPad or iPhone or any of that. So I don't know that it exists. However, um, Again, we can throw it to the listeners, but I, I, I don't know where else to... I mean, that, that is a really hard thing to find. It seemed like a very specialized thing that just may not exist yet. Maybe he could use a Wood Whisper application to convert to fractions, maybe. Oh, maybe. And think about that. Let Mark swoop in and save your day. Yeah, Mr. Spagnolo. You know, he used to call in and give us segments. Remember that? I remember that. I remember like, yeah, Patrick too. Yeah, well, I talked like, to Patrick today. By the way, he says he's he says he's making a big comeback. Oh, well, probably he was he was really busy because of BlizzCon. He so. was, he was. That was a good excuse. Seemed to have a good time. He's a, he dude. He's a rock star. He comes into town. Everyone flips out. Yep. Oh, his humble days on the instance. I remember those. Remember those days. Yeah, I remember those. Uh. Okay, I got another call. Two questions, an app issue and a Mac App Store question. Hi, Scott and Eric. Zach from Canada here. Uh, Eric, I hope you're doing swell and that you're on the mend. Uh, I have two questions for you. Question number one, will you be covering the Mac App Store when it is out? Question number two, I have an issue with the iPod app on my iPhone 4. Uh, It's showing either the wrong cover art uh, or mixes of different kinds of cover art. Uh, all, even though on my computer, iTunes is working properly and all the cover art's normal, so it's somewhere in the transfer process. Uh, just wondering if you'd heard about that. I'm going to try a restore on the phone, but I'm going to see. I was just wondering if you guys had heard about it. Uh, love the show. Bye. Oh, Zach, you forgot your derp, dude. He's a regular caller. You'd think he'd be on the stick there. Uh, okay, so I'm um, running into this a lot lately, hearing people complain about it quite a bit. I think it's an, um, a problem with a recent update that we got and that this has to be patched. It's some sort of bug that seems to be occurring mostly with podcasts from people I've heard from, but he's talking about music as well. Um, for example, some uh, long-term fan of what we do on the network and a fan of Brian Dunaway's sent me this screenshot where it showed comics coast to coast, Brian Dunaway's other show here on the network uh, that had some drag queen cover art that has no connection to anything else in this guy's library. It's like from some totally weird bug glitch thing. And we know what's well, interesting is like I updated my uh, iPhone the other day and it turned my app slappy cover art into your, the current geek yep. cover art. Yep. Yep. And that is nothing. So I remember that I used to have this issue a lot with the older up uh, iOS versions. I remember like the, my three GS, I always had that problem showing the wrong album cover. 
and like it just kind of fixed itself yeah. throughout through through the update. So I don't know why it's happening again. I've never had this problem at all. So to me, it's got to, it seems like there's some, there's some weird thing that needs to have happen and we don't know. For what me, it happened it. right when I did a, a sync to the computer. Oh, well, there you have it then. Sync it or don't sync it. Uh, good luck though. We don't know what the hell's going on there. <laughs> once again, once again, uh, other than we, I, I believe it's a patchable issue cause we've seen it before and we'll probably see it get fixed again. But, uh, you know, resetting the phone's not working for you. And if, you know, you could say, well, go back to your default settings and reload everything. And that might fix it. But I don't think I'd send you down that road just yet. We got a big patch coming up soon. What is it? 4.2 coming out in like a couple of weeks. Yep. So iPad also, yeah, I can't wait about freaking time. My gosh. My gosh, Apple. Don't ask that much. <sighs> All right, what should this guy get? Hello, Scott and Eric. This is Matt, and I have a question for you. I am trying to decide right now about whether I should get the new iPad Touch fourth generation or whether I should just get the iPad, maybe even wait for the second generation of that. Um, let me know what you think. Thanks. Okay, calling from the bottom of a can somewhere. And no derp. Very disappointed today in the non-derps. Dude, we're derpless. Derp. Well, no, we had the first two. We're derpy. I know. I mean, just, you know, uh, not, a, not a strong finish. True. No strong finish here. But um, this is an easy answer, and it just depends on your use. If you're going to do a lot of listening to music and want to be ultra portable with that, then you'll want to get the iPod Touch, new generation iPod Touch. If you want to be able to use it more for school and class and and more worky work, I think the iPad is the way to go. Um, I, 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 it really just depends on your on your usage. Would you point him in any one direction? Uh, for me, it, when people ask me this question, I always go for, if you don't have an iPhone or an iPad, always go for the iPhone first. Okay. Because... But he's talking yeah. iPod Touch, so if you're only... Oh, an iPad Touch? Yeah. If he's talking a Touch versus an iPad... Ooh, I thought he said an iPhone. I thought he said touch. Maybe he said all three. Did he? Well, let's say he did, because I like that idea, and I think the... Well, replay the first part of it again. Hold on. Hello, Scott and Eric. This is Matt, and I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. I am trying to decide right now about whether I should get the new iPod Touch fourth generation or whether I should just get the iPad. So, fun, so I, 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 okay, that's a whole different story then. Okay, so what do you what do you say? I would go. Um, it's tough, you know. I don't know what he uses. Like that's the thing is, I don't know what he uses for his mobility as far as like his phone and music type of thing. Yeah, like what if he's walking around with like a like an Android, like a, like a Walkman or something. Well, yeah, I mean, what I mean is, if he's like got a like some kind of Android phone. Then maybe which could handle music fine. I'm sure, sure. Sure. Then I would go iPad, hundred percent. Totally, hundred percent iPad. But if you don't already have a smartphone, you're using some crap, you know, flip phone from some, you know, forty nine dollar entry fee style phone for a contract. Then and you're still on that contract, you're not going to get a phone. I don't know. I'd lean a little bit toward the iPod Touch just for sheer feature set. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> You know, it has the camera and the FaceTime and the. This is hard, dude. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, this is hard. I don't feel like we're. That that's very difficult because I, again, it's all about usage. If you're going to be a student, I, something tells me iPad because of where he's going. You know, if he's off to college, 
that's going to be more useful to him than an iPhone or an iPod. But then again, maybe he doesn't care about that. Maybe he's got a notebook already and he's planning on using that. See, I don't, yeah. we don't have enough. People got to give us more information. <laughs> yeah. And a derp at the end. And derp at the end. Derp. So I, I, you know, it's the portability of the, of the iPod touch compared to the iPad is a big thing. I mean, I just use my iPhone so much more than I'd use my iPad. I love my iPad. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But I'm on my phone probably like, I would say 75% more than. I don't know. That's true for me. I think I'm probably, probably 50-50. Really? Yeah. Well, the thing is you don't go anywhere. <laughs> you always have it. You're always looking for a window to mention that I don't go anywhere. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, but I've still got my phone with me all the time. So when I, and I do go places. I was at the printers today. I went and took a bunch of stuff to be mailed. Did I'm, you take your iPad with you? No, I have my phone during that time. So that's what I'm saying. I'm using, exactly. I'm using my phone for a lot of that. And then I use the iPad a ton for when I'm, you know, watching. I'd probably say 60, 40 for me, maybe. Yeah. Or 70, 30. I do love my iPad though. It's still my favorite device I own. Of all the devices I own, it's my favorite. I love my iPhone. Don't get me wrong. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, yeah. So anyway, there's, you know, if you have a smartphone, go for an iPad. If you don't, go for the iPod Touch. We got emails today. And Dude, they, emails are hard. Everybody does is doing voice memos these days. That's okay. We like it either way. Hi, Scott and Eric, says Danny. I discovered AppSoppy about a week ago while browsing, browsing the Frog Pants podcast. Big fan of the instance final score in the creep. So I'm sorry if this topic is actually already discussed. I want to get a GPS app for my newly acquired iPhone, and I was wondering if you guys have, a test, have tested any of these and what your conclusions are. I'm all, uh, mostly looking for text-to-speech, turn-by-turn instructions. I'm having such deja vu right now. It's killing me. Um, but the more cool working features the apps have, the happier I am. One last thing. I live in Canada, so the app I want must have Canadian maps. Thanks a lot. Give up the good work. Danny, uh, I'm sure Eric has an answer for this. Uh, I do. Um, Tom Tom. Get the Tom Tom. Canadian Tom Tom. Tom, Tom. They have it. And they have a they they came with a really cool update. So uh, the latest update, you can go to your photo library. Whoa! Can you tell take, me? Can you tell me more about it? I take tell you about it. B- about about it. Yeah. Um, you can go to your photo library that you've uh, and choose a photo that has uh, G- uh, GPS data on it, mm. and it will map out the. Uh, uh, the route to that location of that photo where it was taken. Oh, I see. So it has to have the the metadata saying this was taken at such and such place. It has to have the longitude, latitude, whatever the, the, the right. photos use. Right, right, right. And then it will use that data to 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 route out your to to route out the the uh, the path. That's pretty cool. So yeah. So the other day I was like, oh, let's see. Like I like, oh, this is a really good. Took took a picture of the sushi place, sushi that I was eating one the before I had my major <laughs> right when I could eat really good food right um and they you know mapped it right to the restaurant and it was like really cool so it's a so, nice little feature by the way can you do you not get to eat like good food anymore? dude I have a three week non fat diet only three weeks after that you can do whatever you want well I have to slowly I can't go haywire after three weeks I still have to slowly you know let my body adjust to not having a gallbladder weird so i've been eating 
non-fats, the bland non-fat stuff. I can't have anything spicy either for oh. three weeks. So no pepper, no nothing spicy, nothing with flavor. Dude, uh, that sucks. So it's just like lots of fish and oh, I feel bad and turkey and you know just yeah it's it's like it's one thing to be you know having a major operation and be able to enjoy the food but no put your turkey on your fish and call it furky <laughs> furky yeah or tish no furky's better <laughs> i had a furky sandwich <laughs> i feel like i'm nearly swearing <laughs> when i say that yeah so uh and then I can't even like, you know, how I love like this, like I love running. <laughs> right. Yeah. You were before this, people should know you were running like every night. Yeah. So uh, miles and miles every night. I mean, it's, 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 it's this is, this is, this is so, this is a little tangent. Sorry. But the day before my surgery, I like, I mowed the lawn. I like, I ran three miles. I went out to sushi and I went and saw the gorillas concert all in one day. Very active lifestyle. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Next day, bam. Down. Like an down, old geezer. Down and out, like an old man. Yep. And I can't even, yeah, you just see me walking. I'm like an old man. Well, now you're, like, now you're like me. You and I are the same now. <laughs> That's great. So I can't even start running till two months after the surgery. And even like then. Said, December even, 15th. Even then, but that's going to feel. But what gets me is like, this is the perfect running weather right <laughs> now. Know. You know what I mean? I know. Fall weather could not be the better time. There's no And I'm like, time. I'm totally, completely missing it. Yep. Yep. And even when you start running again, you're going to feel that tug for a while. Oh, God. It's going to be weird. It's going to be rough, dude. Thanks, Danny. Hope that helps you. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, uh, oh my gosh, we're running long. Uh, last one, Hey Slappers says Julian O of Sandy, Utah. Utah yeah, connection. my hometown. Yo, yo, what, yep. what? That's where I grew up, too. Uh, okay, so I'm going to be putting in some overtime this week and next. I'll be picking myself up an iPad with my next paycheck. I know I'm going to get the 64 gig and getting 3G capability as well, although I'm not sure about the service. The reason I'm concerned is because I have a great job where at nights, if I can get, uh, it can get very slow and when we're, and we are allowed to play with our iPods, PSPs, etc. as long as we still answer tech support calls when they come through, but we have no Wi-Fi. I have a few questions and I hope you'll be able to answer them. Number one. It's actually two questions. I would love to use my iPad to be able to uh, browse the forums while at work, but I'm worried about how much service I'll get. According to Apple's website, the most I can get is two gigabyte for 25 USD. The thing I'm not sure about exactly is how much internet I get for two gigabytes. Or did you get two gigabytes? I would be surfing the web upwards for four to six hours a shift. I know I get paid to do this, he says in parentheses. If I'm going, let's see, if I'm only doing basic stuff like going on forums, how many hours-ish should I get for my two gigabytes? Let's answer that first. Okay. Uh, it's, there are, there, ugh. There's some things you can do on a desktop to kind of clock the things you normally do. And well, the thing is, is also there, you can check the, you know, right there on your iPad, how much data you have, you're using and right. your uh, system preferences. Right. I feel like he's, without having the grandfather plan of the unlimited data plan they originally launched the iPad trust, with. Trust me, first of all, this is just is my take on it. If you're doing forums, text type of stuff, you're not doing lots of, if you're not doing streaming video, uh, super high-res images, you're going to be fine. Because like I'd never reach two gigs on my iPhone. Now I was downloading 2.3 gig PDFs, print files that I had to approve on the train. 
I was, you know, watching YouTube videos. Uh, and I never really got, I think the most I used was 1.8 one, one month, looking back on the history. You pulled out um, two gigabyte high res P oh two megabyte high res PDFs. Two, yeah, not yeah, not two All right. gigabyte. I was gonna say, say two gigabyte. <laughs> you pull down one file and you're done with your month. Yeah, no. So, but the pr the problem is is with the two gigabyte plan. If you if you're gonna be using Hulu or Netflix or any of those type of stuff, you're gonna be pretty close to hitting that limit. Plus, along with the uh, web surfing. Uh, so you just got to be wary of what type of content you're, uh, you're surfing with. I agree. Uh, forums should be fine. R regular yes. web surfing. And, all, and also you got to figure out like on the iPhone, when you go to sites, it usually uses the mobile version of the site. Yep. The iPad does not use the mobile version of the site. Why no Wi-Fi at that job? I wonder. That's weird. Yeah. They should have Wi-Fi there, Sandy, Utah. What's going on? Anyway. Exactly. And if you want to go, you could try, you know, get the Wi-Fi version of the iPad and get a my MiFi, which you get five gigabytes for like 60 bucks, is it? He, yes, that is correct. He does go on to ask how, how is that time count? Uh, or does it count the time while you're connected? And we just answered that it's in the settings to so be able to see it there. Um, it doesn't do it like a clock or a timer. So it's not constantly going, oh, you're on Safari. Tick no, tock, tick tock. You're, you're like, yeah, if you're, if you have a web page open, uh, Once that web page is loaded, you're loaded. You're done. You're loaded. You're done. It's not connecting and doing anything like that. And also, you can turn off your your cellular, you know, setting on your iPad, like when you're like moving around. So, say if you have emails coming in or something like that, so that could you know help you out on your data plan a little too. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. Sorry, it's late. It wouldn't hurt <laughs> if you did some Instapaper stuff before you left the house. Uh, yep. If you know there's some big, long, webby stuff you want to read later. Um, yeah, Instant Paper does a really good job of uh, kind of caching websites on your iPad. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so thanks, Julian O. Good luck. Sounds like fun. Fun job. Fun job. All right. Uh, I think it's going to do it. That's our show for today. Uh, we had a contest thing, but I'm unsure about it. So I got to talk to the dude helping me with this one. So I don't want to give this away yet, but. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. But, uh, man, long show, but it's good to have Eric back. Uh, how do you feel after your, after your foray into the nightmare hellish landscape of surgery? I'm slowly, surely getting back to normal, hopefully. Is, is it good to be back on a show? Yes, it's fantastic. Good. I agree. Thank you, everyone, for the well wishes. And Everybody was very nice. Yes, they were. During that time. Send your checks, too. Just kidding. And my PayPal account is. <laughs> I'll be looking for it on my phone. Uh, that's going to do it for us, folks. Thank you all for being here. Don't forget our sponsor, GoDaddy. They'd like you to use the uh, codes app one, app two, or app three and buy some domains, get some renewals. Uh, good stuff happening over at GoDaddy. If you need a domain today, there's no better place to go. Use app one and save some money on it. You may as well pay less. Do not pay more. Uh, the website to visit is appslappy.com. The email, of course, is appslappy at gmail.com. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com, twitter, twat.com, I can't talk, <laughs> twitter.com slash appslappyshow. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Well, you can follow us individually. Eric's at Hakito. I'm at Extra Life. And I think that's going to do it for me, for Eric, and for everybody who helped this show be possible tonight. Thank you so much, including you, chat room. We love you. It's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. Later.
Thank you for listening to App Slappy. For more great iPhone, iPod, and App Store coverage and archives of this show, visit AppSlappy.com. Hi, Scott and Eric. This is Terry from Temple, Texas. Thank you for the great work you guys do. Eric, I hope you're feeling better. I'm calling to address a question posted by a listener in episode 64 who wondered if an iPad would be a robust enough machine to take to college as his only computer. Let me offer a very strong opinion on this question. I'm a professor and I'm a technology innovator on our campus. In fact, in uh, RateMyProfessors.com a few years back, one student commented that with all the tech in my classroom, I could run the Mars rover. I first started podcasting my lectures about five years ago before most educators had any idea this could be done, and for quite some time now I've done full course capture. My students get a very rich full video download podcast of my lecture, and this lets my students completely relive and review my lectures at their leisure for uh, helping their studying. I would not recommend an iPad just yet as a sole machine for a student for several reasons. It handles about 90% of what a typical student in my classes would need, but the missing 10% is absolutely critical. Let me uh, point out a few key issues. Point number one, some of the best course capture software available to educators uh, requires syncing through iTunes on a computer to get these recordings onto iDevices. This is bad for any student relying solely on an iPad. Point number two, textbook publishers provide lots of extra bundled media on CDs and DVDs to supplement textbooks. Myself, I teach several intense biology courses that have huge amounts of both lecture and lab study material that a student using an iPad would not be able to access from a DVD. Uh, Point number three, textbook publishers usually have websites that supplement their textbooks, and these pretty commonly rely on Flash. We all know how Apple feels about Flash. Point number four, and this is the last of the big points, secure testing. Tonight, my students are taking an online exam using a secure browser. These lockdown browsers get installed on computers and restrict students' abilities to open other websites while they're testing, restrict their ability to print test pages, stop them from making screen uh, screen grabs, and at this time, those are just not available for the iPad, Uh, but they're required to take many online exams. So a student relying solely on an iPad would not be able to take these secured online exams that make up a significant part of their course grade. So from a pretty seasoned educator's point of view, the iPad makes an awesome secondary machine, and I personally find myself relying pretty heavily on my iPad. Just love the silly thing. Uh, It's just not quite robust enough to handle a few very key components. I hope this helps your listener and any other listeners who might be wondering about this particular choice. Thanks. Hello, Scott, and hopefully Eric has returned and is feeling much better. Um, my name is Andrew, and I just had a little thing to mention. Uh, last week, we during the podcast, uh, a friend from Over the Pond mentioned about how he could not get his ringtone app to successfully keep all of his songs without, you know, picking just one or two of them. It wouldn't store more than that. I had the same problem, and I discovered that the problem was in the syncing. And to make it work properly, you must have the song 
installed on your iTunes as well as uh, making a ringtone out of it. If you take and delete the song, then the ringtone does not sync properly, and then you've got to go through and select it by itself and sync it. Uh, hopefully it's helpful, and hopefully everybody's feeling well. Burp. Hey, Scott and Eric. Zach from Canada here. Uh, this is two calls in two days, but I have a warning uh, for all of those who are tethering with their iPhone 4. Um, now, I've, I, I go to university here up in Canada, and I was using tethering to sync over Wi-Fi because my... Um, because the Wi-Fi at the university just wouldn't work with sync over Wi-Fi. So I, I put my, I connected via Wi-Fi on my phone and tethered to my computer thinking, okay, cool, it's going to just let me sync over Wi-Fi but use the Wi-Fi signal from the school if I download anything. Not so. Okay, it, it, even if your phone shows a little Wi-Fi icon, uh, it's still using your 3G data uh, when you tether to the computer. So, huge warning out there to all iPhone users. It's definitely something that isn't uh, mentioned by Apple, at least that I've heard of. And uh, so, be careful with that. And the more you know... Derp. Previously on Cheap Dad Podcast. Man, this is some fun sh- Hilarious. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Cheap Dad's Cheap Game of the Week. I'm your host, um... Oh, right, the Cheap Dad. This week, the Cheap Dad's turning his keen gaming eye to a game that he played on the PC once upon a time. I'm, of course, talking about the futuristic brick-breaking game, Ricochet Infinity. As a matter of fact, it's put me in a space kind of mood. Captain's Log. 2010 or something. I jumped out of hyperspace only to be assaulted by bricks. Fortunately, my ship was equipped with balls. Most cruisers of this size only carry two. But due to an unfortunate mining accident, my ship only has one. And it's blue. Fortunately, my science officer was able to come up with an interesting technology. Well, given the right conditions, not only will I have two balls, I could have three or more. The idea of having three of my balls bouncing around the universe is titillating. Well, it is very cold in space. If you've played one Brick Breaker game, you've played them all. Or so I thought. It's the same basic formula. You have a paddle, in this case a spaceship, and you have a ball, or balls, that you get to bounce around the screen and blow up all the bricks. What this game brings to the table that most of the others don't is an extra layer of flair. The power-up system is ridiculous. There are so many different power-ups that you get in the game, and not only are each one of them cool, they can work together. So for example, if you get a multi-ball power-up and the laser ball power-up, they work together. So all of a sudden you've got like 
five balls bouncing around the screen shooting laser beams at the bricks. Also, the bricks aren't static. They don't just hold still. They move around. They shift. They change. And sometimes you have to hit them multiple times to get them to blow up. Sometimes they're chain reaction bricks. It's, it's just very cool. I can't recommend this game enough. And for 99 cents in the App Store, what are you waiting for? Ricochet Infinity. Pick it up right now. This is Cheap Dad signing off. Balls. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.